Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife. Come what may I try to do unto others as I'd have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt, 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 cunt But if that's speaking cunt Just cunt Saying true when they tell you You're a motherfucking cunt You are a cunt, 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 cunt Motherfucking cunt Everybody knows from the acting O's You're a big bad speaking cunt I try to be real nice Say it twice, be real nice Even though it is hard To keep up this facade And now I see hotels or public spaces anymore. Number one, using public USB chargers. The FBI recently put out a warning not to use these public USB charging ports because hackers have found a way to introduce malware onto phones via these public ports. You can still charge your phone, just make sure to use an old school socket instead of just plugging it. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what day it is. It is Tuesday. So that means you get to hear the two lips come together and give you the conspiracy underground of the news. Yes, it's cunt, and welcome back. Yes, Ryan came back this week. He was on special assignment all the way from Papua New Guinea, and man, he gave a good report of what he uh, discovered down in Papua New Guinea. So sit back, enjoy the ride. It's Tuesday. It's one step closer to Friday. I know the weekend has just passed us, but man, they, they fly. They always fly. 
Don't forget to go to Pet, yeah, Pure Pet Wellness. Forgive my stutter. PurePetWellness.com and enter Ghost at checkout. You get 20% off your entire order for all your pet CBD needs, and you can use these yourself. I say it every episode, this, this company's hands down the best in the biz when it comes to pet CBDs. So go to PurePetWellness.com and a ghost at checkout, get 20% off your order. Also, DangerousWorldPodcast.com. Go there for your conspiracy soap needs. We have four brands and uh, this stuff's all natural. You could eat it if you want to. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can. So I use this brand of soap um, on a daily basis and it blows Dr. Squatch out of the water. Uh, it lasts longer, uh, the scents are better, and uh, it's a it's a local company here in uh, Pennsylvania. So, yeah, go to DangerousWorldPodcast.com. That's his merch store. He's uh, That's where we're selling it through. And uh, get yourself some conspiracy-themed soap. Also, Patreons, thank you so much for all your support. I wouldn't be doing a lot of this without you. So keep up supporting me, and it means a lot to me. I, I can't thank you enough. Um, also, if you like these episodes, share them with your friends. Go to Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes and give yeah five-star rating and review. Spotify, if you want, you just hit the five-star and walk away. But man, share these episodes. Uh, word of mouth spreads uh, popularity so much better than, than just giving a rating. So keep that all in mind. Enjoy this episode of the Conspiracy Underground News Team, also known as Cunt, and the tag team champions of the podcast world are once again back to give you another fun and exciting episode for your Tuesday enjoyment. Talk to you later. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast world. I am the lunatic left lip ghost and back from special assignment all the way from Papua New Guinea is the radical one, Ryan Dean, the right lip. How are you, my friend? I can't wait to hear all about it. Jazz hands. You're supposed to do this instead of clapping these days because clapping is offensive and loud. So, yeah, there we go, dude. Uh, Yeah, man. uh, Really missed last week. You know, you guys did a great job, though. It was uh, what Drew and Catalyst that were on here, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Figured did a lovely job. It takes usually it does take two people to replace me in any kind of given situation, but that's fine. They they did really do a good job. Yeah, they did. They were they were a couple (laughs) of our two top contributors. So. I was right. like, why not? So No, and obviously I'm kidding. Those guys could obviously replace me in just about anything in life, probably. But uh, yeah, man, I, I, you know, hellish week, but we're on the other side of it. And now I'm, uh, you know, very thankful and, you know, my Christian faith's a little stronger for it and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool, man. You know, something uh, positive to come out of all this, uh, you know, real negative shit. But Absolutely. as you can see, we're both here, sun's out, guns out. Uh, you know what I mean? We got to we gotta really fucking represent, <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh Fun day though, man. I'm fucking tired, dude. I might, I might be a little low energy. Um, stayed oh, those- up late last night watching uh, UFC, and I, I haven't been drinking much lately. And I drank last night, and I understand what hangovers are again now. So. <laughs> well, some of our best shows are when one of us is low energy and the other's not. So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll we be still fun. got a lot of stuff. Victoria, as always, coming in clutch, sending me like 20 videos. Nice. I picked a like, you know eight of them that i really liked we can go through those and then um, outstanding as always there's no shortage of goofy ass news to talk about but as the listeners know we kind of like to bullshit a little bit up front here what'd you get into this weekend dude i got into uh gay midget martial arts good 
Yes. Good. That's a good Father's Day activity, by the way. Happy Father's Day, everybody out there, including yes. you. Well, thank you. I, and yes, I'm a dog dad. Yes. But that's that, that you are. So, yes. And happy Father's Day to all those uh, those those men that just donated their sperm. You know, just just think, you know, you're here because your mom probably wasn't in the mood. Right. Right. So. And, you know, I do want to say uh, not a happy Father's Day to the single mothers out there because the single mothers try to hijack this. You guys got Mother's Day, and I heard, too, if you're Mexican, you got two fucking days that honor moms. So single moms, you're single moms. You're not dads. This isn't like the uh, impregnator holiday. This is Father's Day. <laughs> right. We're actually recording this on Father's Day to break down the fourth wall there a little bit. And uh, I'm especially thankful for this Father's Day, man. You know, it's a it's a huge, huge holiday. Dads are, are everything in the life of our children so uh if you're a dad don't be a deadbeat one do do the right thing out there but continue with your gay midget porn or whatever you're talking about so anyway no no gay midget porn friday night we did the tavern you were you were there garrett king dropped some uh some great hammers and 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 tied it in with a little bit of what you were going through and what from your last episode so obviously you know this friday the listeners are gonna get to hear that um saturday just kind of chilled out watched some movies i watched uh i what was it called the north the pass at north bend or something like that had jeremy uh what's renner Renner in it and he played like a uh he was a wildlife like a game warden type type deal but his deal was like getting rid of like predators on by this reservation you know mountain lions whatever came across a dead uh uh, native american girl in the snow and the fbi comes in and you know Long story short, ends up, you know, he saves the day, you know, so, but it was a good movie. And then today I watched one called Hickok, which was about loosely based around Wild Bill Hickok, goes into uh, uh, Abilene, Kansas. They they make him a sheriff and some, you know, they bring in some drama and what have you, but it was, it was a pretty good movie, you know, Western-ish, but it, it could have had a little bit more gunslinging action for my liking. I mean, you're going to name a movie after Hickok. I mean, come on. It's Wild right. Bill. Speaking of uh, Westerns, have you seen The Hateful Eight? Uh, On Netflix. Is that it's the one? It's a Tarantino film with, um, ah, shit, I forget the guy's name. Um, Kurt Russell. No, I don't think I have. I saw the, what's the one oh, that had Adam Sandler in it? Yeah, this is a good movie. Adam okay. Sandler is trash. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, it's something about like hateful eight. It sounds like that, right? And yeah, he's just kind of like clowning on that idea. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, dude, if you like westerns, I recommend you watch that tonight. It is such a good movie. You know how Quentin Tarantino is like this master of making dialogue interesting in yes. films, and there's not a lot of action in it, but it's an incredible movie. Like the plots and the suspense, it's like, almost like a horror movie. Okay, in a weird way, you know the tones of it. And uh, just seems real dark. I've watched it several times for kind of being a more slow, sort of boringish movie. It's incredibly well done. And I, I mean, I don't even like westerns, but I fucking love that movie. It's great. Nice. Stop. I was so close last night to pulling the trigger on watching Tombstone again, which would have probably been my one millionth time. Like that's okay. my one of my all time favorite movies. I mean, I had it on VHS back when I was in in the Air Force and would put either that or Pulp Fiction in to go to bed every fucking night. And there you go. It, it, you can't... Best Western there was ever made was Tombstone. I'll tell you, dude, if you like Westerns and you like Quentin Tarantino's work, absolutely tonight watch the Hateful Eight on Netflix there. Incredible to, movie. I'll have to give that a, a fair shake because I do... Quentin Tarantino, despite... <sighs> 
some of the weird shit he may or may not be into has always been ever since I stumbled across him when he did Desperado um, way okay. back in the day with Antonio Banderas in it. And I was like, man, I love this guy's work. And it, then Pulp Fiction comes out and so many others. And yeah, it, he, he's he's good. Have you seen, because he's a decent actor, too. There's the uh, From Dusk Till Dawn movie. Have you seen that? That's incredible to stuff, too. I cannot stand fucking George Clooney, but awesome I think that movie. was his That's only tolerable role, to be to be honest with you. Because he no, kind of, I think he's a good actor, man. Like, this is the thing. You got to separate the art from the artist. Like, you're not going to be able to be entertained by anything if you're just like, I hate this guy. Because they're all pieces of shit. Well, right. Yeah. But um, I, I'm just not a fan of his other work. I, I didn't like him as Batman. Um, right. Not the best Batman. Michael no. Keaton's far superior. Yes. Yes. I, I'll have to um, give you that. I I watched uh, the new season of Black Mirror. And Ooh. let me tell you right now, awful. Really? Awful stuff. It has nothing to do with like the way that the show was. You know, if you've seen Black Mirror before, it's kind of like, you know, present, maybe a little bit future stuff but it's it's really like a dystopian type thing a lot of it's like the the uh you know technocracy kind of in place and all this crazy shit real real techie and this is none of that like at all i i watched one where they were like in the scottish hills or something hmm. and i was trying to figure out what the twist was and i just fell asleep uh there was another one that that actually people told me to watch uh the first episode in the series in the new season where you know it just nothing happens like they kind of get into the simulation theory in the first one, but not very well. And I mean, really that show has fallen off big time. I wonder if they're almost trying to kind of like discredit themselves because they've been so on base uh, with a lot of the things that they've mm. been talking about, but it's bad now. That's bad, that bad. sucks because I know in the, the conspiracy world podcast, the first season black and I haven't watched it, man, that's what, everybody talked about you know it's like oh that reminds me of a, you know you be, bring up a topic that reminds me of an episode of black mirror that remind and for you to say you seen any black mirrors no i haven't is it oh, on, dude, it, that's another thing you got to check out is man. it on netflix yeah it's, okay. it's it's a netflix exclusive okay so one of their original things so yeah i'll have to check that out i started a new new series i, I kind of told you about um ah uh, shit joe pickett it's a paramount plus original it's not bad. Uh, the first, first first season's out, and they've already recorded the second season, so I think they've released four or five episodes of the second season. It's pretty Beautiful. damn good. Pretty damn good. It's about about game warden out, which kind of has been my thing lately, out in Wyoming, but gets tied up in you know uncovering this fucking racketeering. The town's corrupt, and he's the one that fucking you know run ends up running everybody out. His family almost dies doing it, but. It's good. It doesn't have the only big name actor in it is the guy that played um what's his face on Star Trek that had that golden visor, the black dude, and he he also did reading Rainbow. Okay. Um God, his name's on the tip of my tongue. He has like a two part last name, but he's in it. He's he's an older guy, but he has good good series. Um yeah. and then made some good good food today. So I don't know what lovely. I know you, you made some banging food yesterday, so you gotta let the listeners know about this. 
Yeah, just birria, man. It was all right. I, you know, like usually when uh, when I have birria, like that's done at other places, it's done a little bit better. Um, I got some work to do on my birria, which is just you know basically shredded beef, but it's got kind of a kick to it, a little different than just traditional shredded beef. And then you dip it in this like I always call it like a Mexican version of a jus. It's called consomme, and it's just heavenly stuff. You know, it really sogs your tacos and stuff. Yes, really good. But I think uh, I, to quote the great Ryan Dean. That sauce will knock your dick in the dirt. It will. It's good. Yeah, it's like a like a gravy almost. Like I mm-hmm. said, it's like a Mexican jus. So good stuff. But mine, mine, I rated mine like eight out of ten. You okay. know what I mean? Usually, I give my shit ten out of ten. But this wasn't. This wasn't awesome. I, we just, ate it, but just gotta tweak it a little bit. You know what I mean? Just oh yeah, I, I need I need more flavor in it for sure. Okay. So we'll figure that out. But uh, what'd you end up making? And then we'll get into some news. I made some bone in New York strips. I uh, seared them on the Blackstone in some garlic uh, butter with corn on the cob. And then I did, I sliced up some potatoes, did fried potatoes on, on the Blackstone and scallops. So I did a little surf and turf today. Ah, nice. Scallops kind of came out. done already and you're waiting to eat them, huh? Oh, I already, I, I ate about six of them so far. You've been picking at them? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, come on. What good cook does not pick at their food when it's done? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, you know, as always, you know, every week you, you mentioned that Catalyst and um, and uh, Drew are really good contributors to the show, right? Mm-hmm. Shout out Victoria, man. Yeah. She's a, a supporter of both of our shows, and she sends me a lot of stuff. And, you know, if you know me and if you interact with me on Instagram, I'm notoriously very bad at answering DMs. Um, so I kind of wait up until, you know, in this case, Sunday, uh, but usually Monday to kind of go through all these videos that people send. And I, I pick some stuff out. I miss a lot of stuff, unfortunately, but um, I've gotten to the point where, like, I absolutely have to make sure that I check out what Victoria sends. And I'm going to share this with you here. OK, um, we've got several from her and she might have sent you these same ones. But we will go through these and kind of just listen to uh, a few different points. This is about 6G and the idea. People were saying, like, 6G is not even going to be a thing. 5G is, like, already, like, the max that we would ever need. You know how these people work. They like Mm -hmm. to keep moving shit forward and getting it crazier and crazier. Um, This seems like transhumanism here, according to what what the video says. And I watched the beginning of this, and I figured, uh, why don't we just wait, and we can do a reaction video here if we want. You know what I mean? yeah, point at the stuff and <laughs> do this for each thing that goes down, right? Uh, but yeah, so here's this first one. Uh, and again, this is from Victoria here. So let's see if I can time this right. Here we go. To another another species, okay? And uh, it won't be long. It, it'll be in the 2020s. Doc, if you survive, if you survive to 2030 without any of these uh, genetic therapies injected into you. You can't hear this, correct? Biological operating systems. If you can survive to the 2030s and not become a human antenna, it's not just going to be one thing. It's going to be multiple things that they're going to try to get into our bodies. If you can survive to the 2030s as a pure human being, you're going to be in a small minority of resistors. Of course, they'll call you terrorists, insurrectionists, enemies, infidels, but you will be the remaining purebloods. You'll be the remaining human purebloods on the planet. Satan is eliminating God's creation. So why is, it's why the time until Jesus Christ comes back, I believe it's very short. Nothing like this has ever happened, Doc. Nothing. It's never happened like this on this scale. We don't know, we don't know what kind of technology that they had before the Great Flood. 
But the Bible says that Noah was was pure in his generation. Yes. Does that mean he was he and his family were the last pure bloods left on the planet? Yeah, that's what the Bible says. So, but the Nephilim were here, and the Nephilim are still here, and they're busy, and they're directing these scientists and engineers, uh, and they are now transitioning the human race into another species, which is being merged with technology, synthetic biology. Start study that. Study. Just go online and study synthetic biology. It will shock you to find out what advances in synthetic biology they've already made. One of the other interesting aspects of this particular article, though, is how 6G is going to operate in a whole new environment. It's not going to be operating like 5G is now, uh, basically with radio waves and wires. Mm -hmm. It's going to operate in light. It's going to be transmitted through light. Uh, you know, Lucifer is angel light, and so uh, you know. And so we're talking 6G. Now, I just think it's interesting that you know. Even our own studio here, you know, LED lights, they're pervasive. I mean, mm -hmm. Every light you own nowadays uh, is an LED light. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that it turns on and off a million times a second. But they can now use light to transfer information. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's one of the words that we've come across at these tech conferences is the word ubiquitous. In other words, it's everywhere, everywhere you look. Now, what's more ubiquitous than light? Satan, Satan wants to be able to say he is the light of the world. That's what it comes down to. Right. He, he duplicates through technology, everything that God is through his being. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And Satan wants to be able to say that he, Satan, is the light of the world. Yes. That's very moving. So uh, we'll watch this uh, advancement in technology. Um, look, God could set it back. He could, he, could, he could mess up their technology, mess up their plans. We don't know. But if we continue on the path that we're on, there's not going to be a lot of pure-blood humans left on the planet in the 2030s. Pretty interesting stuff. I mean, we 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 talked about this a little bit with Garrick, right? There yeah. was a few things a uh, that reminded me of that conversation there. So, thoughts? We've been transmitting data through light for probably 25, 30 years, if not longer. It's called fiber optics, Okay. So I just want to clear that fear porn out of there. I I can see where, and I and when it comes to these topics, you and I, I always play 
the the opposite role just because i i like to question yeah. i see the whole pure pure blood thing i get it you and i are both pure bloods uh to to our knowledge but yeah actually we're probably not because we were vaccinated as babies and i went to the military and was vaccinated to the wazoo to go anywhere in the in the fucking world so am i pure blood probably fucking not um this whole pure blood because you didn't get the the ronavax i i can see that however with the 6g i've heard i've even heard reports that they're 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 already trying to roll out 12g Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i think a lot of this is just the the mainstream christian religions fear porn to and and if it works good but they've been they say the same thing in every fucking generation every five every five years it's something that we've heard they keep saying oh christ is coming back uh do you jesus or satan is is the light bringer and and blah 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 blah. and it's like no shit I, i can read that out of scripture my grandparents thought it was the fucking end of the fucking world too when the great depression was here yeah. so i yeah i, I, don't, I don't know, know. If, uh, and and this, i'm not bashing on any christians out there or or the religion it's just i don't know and i just get sick of hearing the same shit repeated time and time again just with a different way and a different technology that's coming out right yeah i uh from what i was reading and what i was learning it seems like the idea of Jesus coming back is more of a metaphor too, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, you know, and, and this is kind of one of those things that I struggle with personally is like, you know, w- what do you take literal in the Bible? And what don't you? And I've kind of realized it seems like you can't really take any of it literally at no, all. No, because so I don't understand why a lot of people out there believe that, that this idea of, of Jesus coming back, I, I, I believe that he was a real person. Uh, I know Garrick was saying that there's no proof that there was any person called Jesus and that was, you know, Yeshua and all that stuff. Joshua is what that translates to in more right. modern English and whatever. That's all good. And while I, I get that, but um, the idea of, you know, somebody coming back just to start horrible shit to, you know, to, to keep like some crazy shit going on. I, I'm not articulating it well, but basically, you know, once Jesus comes back and then like shit hits the fan, why is that an exciting thing for Christians? It is fear porn in, in, in like a huge way. Right. So, um, you know, in the way that they teach this to kids where, you know, American dad does a really good, I'll see if I can find the clip um, of the rapture really quick from American dad. It is fucking hilarious, dude, because they're, they're like, you know, marketing it to little kids to, yeah. to scare them, to be good people. And, um, you know, I think that it's just kind of a goofy way to to do it. But at the same time, I'm not perfect. I don't know all the, the answers here. Uh, I know Ghost says he does. Yes, but, yes, no, I, I do. I know everything about everything. No. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, it's tough to know, though, dude. It is. And and just because you're out there and, and you you might be strong in your faith and you think it's it's wrong to question, it's not. It's not wrong to question because God gave you free will for that for that very reason. Um, right. If if the the Holy Bible is the ultimate fucking text that that says it all, then that's great. However, question it because what I struggle with after being a very devout Christian, being saved, baptized in the Susquehanna River in the middle of January, and you know followed that path, and then I started questioning. 
and kind of guided off into spirituality a little bit, but kind of always, there was always something that I liked about how the Native Americans and maybe the pagans kind of maybe knew a little bit more. When, when, when you get into it, and, and I've said this time and time again, all mainstream religions, whether it's Islam, uh, Judaism, Christianity, Hindu, take your pick. They're all man-made at the end of the day. They are all created by man in order for you to live a certain life or have certain people control you to live that life. And back in the day, it was to control you to be obedient to a an empire, uh, such the as church. The, yeah, the church or the, you know, like the Romans and what have you. Now you look at it. I mean, I, I watched a video today and I should have saved it. It was a black gentleman. Uh, it must have been like a Southern Baptist church. Cause it got called into the, the pastor's office. And because he was, uh, from what I gathered from it, kind of a, a doing well for himself, a businessman or whatever, they were saying, you need to give more to the church. You only give $20 a week and, and blasting them. And the guy's like, there's people here that give like a dollar or $2. Why, why, why are you trying to suck me dry just because I'm, I'm successful? He's like, I'm, I'm not doing this. I, I don't have to do this. And yeah. I was yeah, just like, yeah, they just the want money. Bullshit, yeah. yeah. That's such a bullshit concept. And, and that's something that really has turned me out. That's why I don't go to church. Right. You know, that George Carlin has that great bit where he's like, this, this being is all present, all knowing. He loves you and all, all this stuff, but he needs money. He, he needs, needs 10% money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what? No, he doesn't. You know right. what I mean? Like, it, it's an interesting one. But yeah, uh, it, it's called it's, taxes it's one of those, is what it's called. That is the yeah. church tax. Right. And, and they don't pay taxes. So no. it's kind of funny that they do that. But, it, it, you know, when I was talking about this in, in the most recent episode that I did here, 398, it was, um, Ooh, you know, saying, you know I, two more. I, we oh, get the big 400 coming up quick. Right after wait. this, this is 399. And then we got South Park this week. You know, I, I mentioned that, like, I, I really lean towards Christianity even harder now, but I don't like to call myself a Christian. I don't like that label. Right. You know, I, I, it is man-made. I don't think that it follows um, Jesus in the most, like, pure way. No. It seems to be kind of... Uh, and his real name is Yeshua. Right. Well, I don't know about that either because, like, you know, there's something that, that happened when, um, you know, I heard that whole Yeshua thing, and then I said a prayer, and instead of saying in Jesus' name at the end of it, I said in Yeshua's name just to see how it made me feel. And that very next day, my dad was in the hospital. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird shit like that where right. I'm like, I don't, I don't like fucking with that stuff. I'm going to stick with Jesus. That Yeshua shit, you know, if you if you say Jesus and then you're thinking of like something positive and you're thinking of that figure, it doesn't matter if you fucking call him Ben. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't I really don't think it does. And at the end of the day, there's no fucking proof that Yeshua is his name either. This is just all theory. So well, you know, right. in, in Hebrew, in original Hebrew, his name was Yeshua and Yahweh was God. Right. But I'm not fucking right. Jewish. You know what I mean? Right. So like, I'm not going to call him that shit. So, you know, I'm going to stick with with what I feel comfortable with. And that's what people do. Right. Right. Um, but let, check this out. Check out this incredible. I mean, this is just, this really nails it on the head here. You know, I like to quote South Park a lot, but this is a two minute, 30 second clip from American Dad. Another one of my faves. And uh, just go on a ride with me here. This is great. All right. Uh Oh, what's going on? Turn it up just a hair. What's happening? The rapture. 
turns out there is a god. <laughs> <laughs> the rapture. If this were the rapture, I'd be floating up there. And so would the slow janitor. Actually, I never truly accepted Jesus into my heart. Mom! Dad! Steve! Haley! What's happening? I was just about to do something really funny. I'll tell you what's happening. It's the end of the world, and we've been left behind. Oh, my God. The homeless guy from the bus station is hung. But I knew that. No <laughs> mistake. Lift me up, Lord. Here, I'll help. Wait, hold on. This Bible stuff is real? All right, somebody call Mel Gibson and apologize. And then call Tim Robbins and tell him I banged Susan Sarandon. He'll know what it means. Father Donovan, what happens now? Honestly, I have no clue. Luckily, I know an expert. Hey, kids! <laughs> I'm Rick of the Raptor, here to tell you about the rapture! The rapture is the beginning of the end of the world. It starts with all true Christians floating up to heaven. What about the sinners that are left behind? Well, Jojo, they get to witness the second coming of Jesus. Jesus is coming back? Did he forget something? <laughs> nope. Jesus is coming back for Armageddon. You mean that green stuff that your daddy puts in the car? No, silly. That's antifreeze. The Antichrist is the son of Satan. Well, who's gonna win? I don't know, but you sure don't want to be around to find out. A Christian Kids production. Stay cool. <laughs> Isn't that great, dude? <laughs> it is. <laughs> the scare tactic there you know what i mean and like just like glorifying just like death and carnage and like it's yeah. goofy and that, that's why you know i struggle with saying that i'm christian but i i absolutely follow jesus and i i uh try to do it in like just a, a good way like that's not over the top right and, right and not, you know pounding that shit into people's heads man and armageddon just simply translates to change or new beginning i believe yeah and and you know when i was looking into it it seems like uh revelations is more talking about like the roman empire but they were coding it right like that was one thing too that i know garrick was saying later so it seems to be something where if you look and if you don't just take the pastor's word and you just don't take the bible literally you're like the fourth person that has fucking confirmed what i've been speaking about for for a while revelations right. has I, been it was written about nero in the time of nero yeah, and it seemed like they and, and Nero's very anti-Christian. You know, yeah. he persecuted the Christians, so it makes sense that that you know they're they're talking about these revelations, things coming to a head, things you know, the dark coming into the light, and all that shit. Um, you know, I remember the QAnon people were saying that we're living in revelations right now because <laughs> yeah. of Trump. You know what I mean? That right. was legit to them. Like he's the new so, savior. Yeah, yeah, he's the second coming. So yeah, it's just it, you know. Let's not take stuff so literal. And if you do take it literal and you want to think like that, you can put that out there. But, you know, just know that, you know, there's a lot of bad people that believe what you believe, too. Like, that right. was the whole thing when I was looking at, uh, you know, the idea of Lucifer being the 
the good guy, right? He's mm-hmm. the, the light bearer. He's the one that, that wants to free us from the oppressive God. It's like, dude, if you're out there and you're believing that and you're calling yourself a conspiracy theorist and you're saying, fuck Bill Gates and fuck the World Economic Forum, that's what those people believe. You're right. taking their most sacred belief and you're saying that they're full of shit, but then you're you're thinking that you found something unique by saying that Lucifer is the good guy. This is not unique. This is, what, like I said, their most sacred belief. It's fucking stupid when people... People go down that path and start thinking that that's reality, but you know it, it's just funny to uh, to hear the reasoning that some people have for some of their beliefs and stuff. It is, it is. I just I don't, uh, oh, I, I, I don't know. I was just gonna say it, it's it's one of those things, and I, I hate always sounding like I'm, I'm like banging the war drum or, or just putting down you know religion in a hole, but. If you if you take the root of every religion, no matter what it is, their teachings are good. Even even in Islam, okay, it's it's the the few radicals that 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 radicalize it. It's the few radicals that radicalize Christianity, like the right. uh, uh, what's that Southern uh, Westboro Baptist Church or whatever. You know, the, the, they're is not that even the God hates uh, God hates fags. That's yeah, and they're not even that's... they're not even a fucking Christian outfit. Like, but yeah. people think, oh, you know. They, they hear the name and think that, you right. know, y- you can find that in everything. I don't know. It, it's just at the, at the end of the day, you know, it, I didn't come up with, with the slogan, but man, I've, I've lived by it for a long time. Think for your fucking self, dude, dude right. just well, do you your, did actually come up with that phrase. Uh, was patented by, by you. Oh yeah. Yeah. True. I get, well, I, I get, someone says that. Yes. They, I, they I get, I get money. $50 anytime someone says it. Can you say it real quick? No, I will okay. not. All right. Um, but let's move on here. Yeah, I, I think that that uh, you come from a good place when you just push back on this. When people blindly believe in stuff, that's when things kind of get bad. So right. there's nothing. You're not saying, like, dude, Christians are bad. You're not saying no. God's not real. You're not saying the devil's the good guy. You're just saying, like, hey, this a little uh, the pieces fit into place a little too well for all these religions. So maybe it's kind of, you know, man-made and whatnot. Right. But um doesn't mean that you should not follow god or jesus or whatever the hell you want to follow exactly let's get into this one uh this if i'm looking at the right clip here this ties directly into what you were talking about with the fear of the vaccines and stuff i think this is very legit if this is in fact about mrna vaccines in vegetables but let's just yo why is everybody in new york city acting like this shit normal no okay my mistake that is about new york being on fire apparently yeah um not on fire, but the smoke coming in from Canada. Have you heard about that shit and seen it? Obviously, everyone has, but... Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, you had a lot going on. Yeah, dude. It, we that, that one day right after that, you couldn't even see a half a mile. Like, it looked like we where had... You were. Yeah, where I was. Like, it wow. It looked... I have a picture. I'll, I'll have to send it to you. It literally looked like we... Like, when we get a really humid day, you get that haze, Okay. And it was like that, but on fucking steroids, crack, meth, and any other fucking drug you can think of. And the whole day, you know, I, I went home. I felt like I still smoked cigarettes. My eyes were burning. It uh, it was coughing up shit. I was just like, but they're like, oh, everybody stay in your house, but fuck the guys that have to go outside and work work outside. Like myself, I, I was out there breathing it in all day. And yeah, it was it was bad, dude crazy man it really is nuts dude i can't find this but they were talking about they were talking about the uh 
what do you call it? The, the mRNA vaccine technology and food. So that is just something to obviously be aware oh, of. And go, go up one more. I think it's that farmer, dude. No, that's the one that I just clicked. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah. Yo. Oh, that is weird. White dude, and then it just goes to a black chick in a mask. <laughs> yeah. It's not even, but so I, and, and there's a lot of other ones here. This, since we mentioned the fire one, I'll, I'll show this. This was a piece of art. That showed up in New York uh, the day before. So guys, I got two questions for you. First off, do you think this looks like art? Secondly, do you believe in coincidence? So this 21 foot sculpture of burnt logs was displayed in New York City in Rockefeller Center on June 8th, which was likely meant it was set up on June 7th, right when the skies in New York City were orange from the Canadian wildfires. Yeah, um, that is quite a coincidence. And check out this quote from the artist of this sculpture. The towering stack of charcoal exists as a spiritual presence to the start of origin, emergence, and return. It evokes unavoidable memory of disasters heard from around the world, while also creating a contrast to the surrounding skyscrapers and a sense of touching the dimension before or after civilization. The structure's abstract appearance made from natural properties of charcoal embodies a desire to purify what humans cannot solve. Okay, um, does he mean by burning things down? Because, uh, yeah, that's what I'm getting out of it, right? Once again, do you think this is art? And do you believe in coincidence? I don't. Hey guys, if you like this content, please share. I do like that, guys. She sent me a couple clips Mm -hmm. from... So guys, I got two questions for you. Sorry about that. Um... Pretty pretty solid dude, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, it is weird that that would just happen to show up. Right. When we had the smoke, we didn't have much of the orange haze that New York City had. So that was that was weird because when the pictures were starting to pop up on, on social media, like you said, it looked apocalyptic. Like, I mean, yeah. it looked like the end of days. People were taking pictures from, you know, on the other side of the Hudson, you could barely see buildings and that that just orange haze. It was it was creepy. I, I ain't gonna lie. It was it was a little creepy. I mean, did I lose sleep over it? No. Um, but it's weird how it's weird how all of a sudden eight fires start uh, all at the same time with no uh, no no lightning storm, no thunderstorms. Right. Yeah. Very very strange in the sixth month of the year too. It looks yeah. all real apocalyptic. Ooh. Um, Moving right along here, there is uh, this is an interesting one about like Chinese surveillance, and this is stuff that we know, but this is also kind of expanding on it, and I found it just to be interesting. It's a system like China has. It's very dangerous. Video shows how China is using AI in their schools. Know exactly when. Can, can you pause this for a second? Can't really pause it. What? What were you gonna say? So we we covered something similar to this. Uh, a couple episodes ago, and I had brought up this very topic of China doing it, but they, they were monitoring the the kids' brain waves uh, to see if they were focused or or you know whatever. So yeah, this is awesome that she sent you this because th- this explains what I was trying to articulate. Obviously, I can't; I'm half fucking retarded. But right, <laughs> it, yeah, this this was it. I was just. Once I started playing, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. And yeah, it starts off with Rogan. You know, my opinions on Rogan. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily the worst, but uh, seems to push a lot of information that is allowed to be put out there. What was that uh, topic that he wasn't allowing the guy to cover on his show 
according to I, I don't know if it was Chris from Rantcast or who it was. Oh, uh, there was some topic that they weren't allowing. It was like fossils or maybe something about like the old world, something like that. Something, yeah. But yeah, the, you know, he's he he talks about what he's allowed to talk about, obviously on a pl- uh, you know platform with Spotify there. So right. here we go. We'll get back to this video here, and I just got to restart it. So my apologies, but here it is. Sorry. No, you're good. It's a system like China has. It's very dangerous. The video shows how China is using AI in their schools. Know exactly when someone isn't paying attention. These headbands measure each student's level of concentration. Oh my the information God. is then directly sent to the teacher's computer and to parents. Classrooms have robots that analyze students' health and engagement levels. Students wear uniforms with chips that track their locations. Why did you show those beats? There are even surveillance cameras that monitor how often students check their phones or yawn during classes. But schools say it wasn't hard for them getting parental consent to enroll kids into what is one of the world's largest experiments in AI education, boost students' grades, while also feeding powerful algorithms. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. They're going to kill us. Dude, I need to smoke another joint. I can't handle that. Yeah, uh, pretty crazy, though. I mean, you know, that that graphic that they showed was really powerful of the mouse picking up the hundred dollar bill and looking at it and then getting caught in that trap. And then just like they're stuck there working for the rest of life. That's wild. Um, Dude, that video right there with that blonde girl. Yeah, that's some. Did you watch that? Yeah, that's some crazy shit. That dude's fucking good. Yeah, well, I was thinking we could play that at the end or something because right. it's a little longer. But yeah, it's very interesting, man. Very, very weird stuff um, about like kind of basically the risks of um, posting shit online. And there's another video that I'll play right before that where um talks about like not using USB ports in public places. Which yes, is, you know, I've heard that too, which is right. fucking crazy. Have, it makes sense. Well, of course it does. You know what I mean? <laughs> using uh, Wi-Fi networks and stuff, too, which I was doing all week. I was using a, you know, a, a very public uh, Wi-Fi network in a hospital. And you would think, dude, this is another thing. It's a tangent here. When my dad went into his surgery, the do, fucking do you want first- to do you want do you want to do you want to like give the listeners a little bit of detail or not? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad had open heart surgery and, um, you know, it was something that I didn't want to talk about. I didn't want people knowing about it. Um, until it was over with, you know what I mean? Just because right. there's some people out there that are real fucking assholes. And uh, so I didn't want anyone to know. I didn't want any negative energy whatsoever um, or or like bad vibes or anything about it. And um, my dad ended up posting it on Facebook because I think he was thinking he wanted to do the same thing. And it's his call. Right. right. So uh, I also didn't feel like I wanted to put information out there that he might not want, you know, and, and whatever. But he puts it out on his Facebook. And then, you know, people like Joe from Legit Bat were like, hey, dude, Good luck. I'll say a prayer for you guys and all that stuff. So thank you. Big, big thanks to Joe, because that stuff really means a lot. But um, so he had this this open heart surgery and um, I mean, just recovered fucking quickly. Like, he, absolutely. He's he, he took a walk today. He's a machine, you know? dude. He's a fucking he's a he's a tough, tough dude. So, um, yeah, really, really happy about that whole situation. But, yeah, he had his procedure on Monday and he was out by Friday, like you were saying. So. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a good support staff around him, and that that yeah. that that aids a lot in healing. Um, and I I know you were pretty you you I could I know you you're, you're a lot like me. You don't you don't like put your emotions out there, but dude, I knew you were worried. <laughs> you were fucking worried. You you were shook, and and you had every right to be. And that's why you went to Papua New Guinea and on special yep. assignment. 
and I checked in on you as often as I could while I was at work just to make sure, you know, your headspace was okay, and obviously, yeah, and your dad, but uh, I, 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 I don't want to pat myself on the back. I was like, when you started to tell me how, how fast, like, he, he re- was going through his recovery, I was like, dude, he's going to be home by Friday. He's, he's, he's got this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he did, so... Yeah, man. Yeah, they took everything out. They were talking about like how how well he was doing like minutes after the surgery. Like you know, right when we went in there and we were able to see him in the ICU and stuff. They're like, yeah, he's already. I mean, he'll he'll be home quick. So yeah, it was great, man. And just you know, just being there and being tough for like my mom and my sister. And you know, I love my sister's little boyfriend too. Like he was there the whole time with her. That's good. And uh, just kind of being the guy that's like making the jokes and and you know trying to keep the mood light and stuff. And then, dude, after we get in there, like, I just start fucking bawling, dude, like a baby. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, it's done. I don't have to do this fucking charade anymore of trying to be tough and, like, you know, no, it's not a big deal, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, Kyla, my sister's Googling, like, how risky is it? Right. All the different things. The worst so thing The worst thing you can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, what, what was interesting is that you find out that a heart surgery, open heart surgery is not even, like, one of the 10 deadly surgeries mm-hmm. anymore it's mostly like stomach stuff like if you get part of your colon removed uh or, or like any intestine stuff removed like that is this the risky stuff fucking append a, um an appendectomy mm-hmm. is more risky than fucking open heart surgery yeah because you risk uh, scary putting that poison seven hour procedure yeah because you risk with with that putting that poisonous bacteria in, into the body right and getting like sepsis and stuff like that so yeah man so it was very scary but yeah um i I forget what i mentioned before you remember because you said you want to talk about what what happened fuck i don't know i forgot too it must be a pisces thing it is (laughs) no i forget what it was but yeah so you know after you want to hear some fucking ironic news and we'll just touch on it for for quick. We don't want to let everybody. It's Debbie Downer time. I text my dad today. Happy Happy Father's Day. And nor I wasn't expecting a text back right away because he normally he's a night owl. He he stays up to the wee hours in the morning and then sleeps during the day. That's just what he does at seventy three years old. He, he has every right to do it. He's like Happy Father's Day to you too. I should be out soon. I was like, what the fuck? Well, here, I, apparently on, on the 31st of May, he said he suffered a heart attack and his stomach and shit was filled with blood. So they rushed him to Billings, Montana by Lifelight, and he's been in therapy. I was like, well, you could have told me. Um, he's like, mm-hmm. I didn't really have access to my phone, and I was you know, under a lot of medications, but he's doing better. I was just like sitting there today. I'm like, how fucking weird is this shit? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah. So, you, are you are you guys aren't that close? We're clo- we're close. Uh, we don't need to talk every day, obviously. Right, right. You, you know what I mean. But when when we do, it's usually for for a few hours, kind of like I do with my brother, with my half brother. We share the same dad. But it it's I was just like, holy shit! You know, uh, me personally, if he died, I I I would squirt some tears and and be upset versus my mom. You know what I mean? That's just. Gotcha. You, you, one of those just things yeah there. just the relationship we have but i was just like man fuck I'm, I'm glad you're doing good and this and that and they they got you you know to safety in time but he lives by himself in a, in a little 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 tiny town in wyoming you know what i mean so mm. weird weird, weird situation you know it, during covid and stuff it was real easy to bag on the medical system and stuff like that because of how they handled that but they do some incredible shit they man. Do. like when it's needed it's fucking 
very, very good what they can do. So not to, you know, suck their dicks or anything, but no. um, wild stuff, dude. Wild, wild times when uh, when you go through that kind of thing. But yeah, man, you know, he's he's uh, he's good now. So yep. all the positivity is appreciated by people. Um, completely forget how we got into that. I know that you mentioned I should mention something about that, but I forgot what I was saying before that. I wish we could rewind, but um, yeah, we don't have the, we don't thing. have the rewind button. They need we to do put, not. We, they need to put that in. We need that uh, that remote from uh, that shitty Adam Sandler movie Click or whatever it is, yeah. where they can. Re- <laughs> yeah, but this is another thing that's interesting. I think it has a lot to do with some of this mRNA stuff too. Um, the world's largest mosquito factory, funded by Bill Gates, and this place breeds thirty million mosquitoes per week for release in eleven different countries. Mm. Here it is. I'm Scott O'Neill here in Medellin, Colombia today, and I'm at the world's biggest mosquito factory for the World Mosquito Program. We're making in here 30 million mosquitoes a week. Come have a look. We're doing it for a very serious reason. Cities like Medellin have suffered from diseases like dengue, Zika, chikungunya for decades, but not anymore. We've been able to bring the solution of Wolbachia mosquitoes to this city. When this bacteria called Wolbachia gets introduced into the mosquito, it stops their ability to transmit dengue. We release mosquitoes that have Wolbachia. Now they go and mate, and Wolbachia gets passed into the wild mosquito population. If we're going to control these diseases in all the tropical cities of the world, um, it's going to require a lot of mosquitoes. The mosquito life cycle starts with the egg. And in this room, we've got a lot of eggs. Each one of these strips, these tiny black dots, are up to 10,000 mosquito eggs. Across all of these strips, about one and a half million dried eggs waiting to hatch. In this tray, we've got the newly hatched eggs. They're little larvae, so small you can hardly see them. They're going to sit in here for a few days and eat and get bigger until they look like these ones over here. They're starting to turn into pupae. We're wanting to do the next step of sorting, sorting the males from the females. We want to do that so we can manipulate the sex ratio in the cages to be more female than male. The bottom ones along here are the boys, and the ones at the top are the girls. They're bigger. From here, they're going into the adult cages. We have adults that we continuously grow in what we call our brood stock. And then over here, We have the mass-produced mosquitoes getting ready to give us the eggs to go out directly into the field. It's crazy how they sound. You might wonder, what do we feed all these mosquitoes here? Well, I can tell you, we've got the good stuff in here. On the top shelf, literally, we've got the blood. They love it. Once the mosquitoes are grown, they're ready to go out into the field. Wild. Scott O'Neill here in Medellin, Colombia. Yeah, the guy says we got the good stuff in here, the blood. Yeah. The adrenochrome. Creep. So I remember what I was gonna say. Um talking about, you know, how I how I mentioned, you know, my dead surgery and stuff. Mm-hmm. So two hours into a surgery, and this is this goes into the scamming thing, which we'll segue really nicely into. Two hours, he's on the bed, he's he's unconscious, he's probably opened up at this time. We're getting a scam call saying that we need to pay some bill that he has with the hospital right away. I mean, how low will people sink? Somebody that's having a potential life-threatening surgery. I mean, you know, very serious surgery and they're calling, trying to get money out of my mom. 
Really? Like, how the fuck did they know all this? I don't know. Either the hospital sells their data, which is possible, and and they and they might sell it to somebody that isn't a scammer, and then they sell it to other scammers, right? That's highly illegal because that violates every HIPAA law, right? But I don't know how they got it. They got it right away, though. Like like I said, he's unconscious, being operated on, and they're trying to say that we owed money for something, or my my mom and dad obviously owed money for something, right. and you know my my sister, God bless her, you know she's still learning how to kind of work around the scams she was in charge of my dad's phone she's kind of a busy body right she needs she she wants to feel like she's really the one that's like doing the important stuff so she wants to hold my dad's phone during the thing so my dad lets her hold it and uh he gets a call she answers and and uh she said yeah it's paul dean there we needed to talk about his billing and um my sister's like well he's in surgery and so right there they know okay he's having a surgery so we can charge them for this we can say that that we can charge for that gives the phone to my mom and then you know the whole time so like i google the number while my mom's on the phone it says right there it's a scam you know on google right so i i you know grabbed the phone from my mom and i was like don't fucking call this number again hung up that was that but uh this talks about that and and there's two i believe yeah this one uh with the lady and this other one with another lady talking about like you know just being careful of what you post online and like you know the different databases that you access whether wi-fi or USB charging or whatever. So here it is. Use a VPN, people. Things I won't be doing in airports, hotels, or public spaces anymore. Number one, using public USB chargers. The FBI recently put out a warning not to use these public USB charging ports because hackers have found a way to introduce malware onto phones via these public ports. You can still charge your phone, just make sure to use an old school socket instead of just plugging your USB in. The second one is logging onto public Wi-Fi networks. These networks here, they probably appear to be legitimate, right? Dude, this is some sick yeah. shit. But they're not. These are all fake networks? They're all powered by me. So as soon as you connect to any of those, I have your password. I have anything in between. So if that's that's one thing. That's just Wi-Fi. Is this how people are stealing information? This is one of them anyways. In, in, in airport. In an airport? Oh yeah, I mean, airport, Starbucks, um, when you, uh, it's called a man in the middle attack. So if I'm on the same network as you, I can essentially control the traffic, uh, you know, as if I was the modem or router. So instead of when you type google.com, instead of your computer telling the router you want google.com, you're telling my computer you want google.com, and I'm giving you what I, what what I'm telling you google.com is. These are two things I won't be doing Crazy, in airports. Huh? Yeah, that's, Crazy. that's some scary shit. Two things I won't be doing. I hate how fucking sensitive this shit is when you accidentally like hover your mouse over it, it just selects it again. Um, we can go into this one, and then I'm gonna grab some more water here, and then we can get into yours too. Okay. Let's see. You said that you wanted to see this one. This one's a little longer, but it's very important stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool too. Yeah, I, I watched this on TikTok. Hey, I'm Jose Monkey. You asked me to figure out where this video was recorded, so I did. Hi, I'm Jose Monkey, and I find people who ask to be found. Many of you have heard me say before that one of the reasons I do these videos is to help raise awareness about some of the risks of posting things online. This video was sent to me by a mom who was hoping that I could help demonstrate those risks to her kid. I have a 10-year-old who doesn't understand the risks behind social media, so I just wanted to show her something. So, tell me where I am, Jose Monkey. Okay, I hope your 10-year-old is watching. So what can we see? This video was recorded in selfie mode, so the first thing I did was flip it horizontally. One of the first things I noticed is that there's a CVS directly behind mom at the beginning of the video. And behind the CVS, we can see a water tower. 
As mom turns the camera, we can see that there's a parking lot here and also a building that looks like an apartment or hotel. After that, we briefly catch a glimpse of some other people in the background and a small garage or shed here. And we can see just a glimpse of something blue, which might be a dumpster. Mom turns the camera back in the other direction and we can see that there's a Wendy's here. I also made note of the sun and shadows to help figure out directions. We can see that the sun appears to be setting in the direction of the motel or apartments. So that's probably west. And when mom turns around and is facing the sun, her shadow is pointing in the direction that is likely east. Based on that information, I tried to sketch a map of what this place would look like from above, so I'd have a better shot at recognizing it on the map. We've got a compass that tells me which way is north. Mom is standing about here. We've got all the buildings here, including the Wendy's and the CVS. I also made a note of the fact that the road that we see here appears to run kind of northwest to southeast. Okay, so that's probably what it looked like. But where the heck was it? Based on the fact that everybody in the video is wearing shorts and flip-flops, it seems like it's someplace warm. And I'm not great at recognizing accents, but I was pretty sure that this was probably someplace in the southeast based on mom's accent. So how was I going to find this place? I recently told you guys about how I've been learning about doing data mining against the OpenStreetMap Geographic Database. It's like searching for things on Google Maps, but instead of doing it manually, you write code to do it. I figured I could use an approach much like I used in episode 186 recently. In that episode, I was searching for Rite Aid locations that were very close to Family Dollar locations. I could apply the same idea here, looking for CVS locations that were close to Wendy's. But I figured I could do better than that, because I could also search for the water tower that we see. I figured if I could find CVS locations, then filter that list to ones that were close to water towers, say 500 meters. Then I could filter that further to only the locations that were also close to Wendy's locations, say 250 or 300 meters. With that approach in mind, I sat down and wrote the queries that I needed. This is the part where I should insert like a Hollywood style hacking sequence. Okay, so without any good leads to tell me what state this was, I just searched the entire southeast. I played around with the proximity values until I got a list of candidate locations. There were 24 of them. I figured I'd just look at each one and compare it to my crude map and see if any of them matched. I had only looked at a few locations when I saw this one. We had a Wendy's and a CVS in the right relative positions. The road ran kind of northwest to southeast. And the shape of the other building here looked like it was right. But where was the water tower? I had to zoom out a bit to find it, but it was exactly where I expected to find it, a bit north and west of CVS. Time to check the Google Street View. And guys, that was it. You're standing on the grass near the parking lot of the Jameson Inn in Winder, Georgia. Google Street View confirmed all the landmarks. We had the CVS and the water tower. We had the building, which was a hotel and the garage. And we could even see that dumpster that we could just barely see in your video. We can see the Wendy's that we see in your video. And based on the clues, I was able to figure out that mom was probably standing right about here on the grass at the edge of the parking lot. Guys, my goal is not to scare anyone, but I do hope that these videos help you to understand some of the risks of posting things online. Please use really good judgment when you post photos and videos. And kids, listen to your parents. Please like this video if you enjoyed it. And Good stuff. I mean, yeah. uh, what a weird style to have no hair, no beard, but sideburns. Weird. It, but, it uh, is a very unique style. <laughs> I, will, I will say that. Uh, more, can do it. More, more power to them. But when I saw that, I was just like, holy shit. I didn't realize, and I should have realized that roast beef labia and how to what? Yeah, what is this that you uh, called this email? Roast beef labia and how to tighten them. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's not something I search. That is the name of this email for some reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, so that's what I got. I got some other stuff that we can play if uh, if you don't have too much. But what, what kind of stuff did you bring in here today? And again, thanks, Victoria. Those are all from one yeah. person she's amazing because uh, she sends me some stuff and 
I know after one of the the episodes that we were going into with uh, what were we talking about? Was that that whole rabbit hole we went down with that Jewish dude, and we couldn't find anything oh, yeah, on yeah, him? Goldberg or whatever. Goldberg, yeah. And she started digging and digging and digging, and kind of came up with some of the same search results we did, and. I was like, no, that that's not it. That this isn't it. And then all of a sudden, she was just like, "Wow, you're right. Uh, there is nothing on this dude." And I was like, "Uh, yeah." Chris has also been looking into it from Rantcast, and he sent. Uh, I guess he's got a longer video, and he's really interested in what what that whole story is. So we'll have to touch base with him at some point to uh, maybe follow up on it. Maybe we can have him call in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, trying to see where I want to start. Where you want to go with this? Where I want to go with this? Um, While you're doing that, I'm going to pull up Old Faithful and see what they got over there. All right. You know, they were doing this whole thing this week with the Trump trial and all this stuff, and it's like, oh boy, here we go again. It's it's our it's a year out still, six months out still from election year, and we're already going through it. We so. are. I'm going to start out with something something funny. Okay. Hi, what up, Joe? You scared me. I was sleeping. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to wake you. No, you're all good, man. What's the call for? Me and Donnie want to know what's the ice cream shop you go to. You're with Donald, not cool man. You know how I feel about him. Listen, Joe, we were. No, save it. You and Donald can go fuck yourself while you're at it. Maybe you can ask your husband to fuck you as well. You're not fooling anyone when you tell people he is a girl. Oh, damn, that's a burn. How about you shut the fuck up and go trip on more stairs? Classic. Your wife looks like one of Shaq's sons. <laughs> Sleepy Joe got you there, Obama. We all know she is a dude. Fuck you, Donald. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> that is stupid, but I came across as like, ah, oh, this is this is funny. Um, let's get into <laughs> some possible alien disclosure technology. Who's your favorite I will senator? Start uh, since yeah. we have to be brief. I have already given all pertinent information and supporting documentation to the Senate Intelligence Committee. This one is like uh, just about five minutes, so bear bear with the long oh, length God. of it. But it, if if true, it's good. Yeah. And arrow, they informed me that all of my information will be recorded for public record and shared with Congress. It is that important. In 2010, I was selected to go down to the South Pole Station in Antarctica for an entire year by Raytheon Polar Services as an employee of a third-party contractor for the National Science Foundation. I functioned in a dual-role capacity as a tradesman and a firefighter. My responsibilities required me to be more informed than most of my crew and offered me complete access to the facilities. What I learned from this unique experience needs to be shared with the entire world. The technology at the South Pole Station certainly can do what it is presented as its primary purposes, and unfortunately, much more. The IceCube Neutrino Detector is presented as a passive listening device for the purposes of the science as presented, but I'm going to skip right through the chase, folks. Uh, I have provided documentation that proves that the 5,160, what they call DOMs, that are embedded in the ice can actually transmit at 2,047 volts each. That gives us a long list of things to consider. It is effectively a multifaceted directed energy weapons platform that I will uh, list rapidly a few things that it can do. 
vehicle detection. We're learning that these off-world craft, on-world craft, ours or other nations are also emitting neutrinos. So this makes the South Pole Station effectively an air traffic control station for this new level of equipment that nobody's discussing. In addition to the ability to detect neutrinos and the exotic vehicles, I have provided documentation that shows that this is also a system for faster than light communications. In the past, Gary McKinnon has hacked NASA, found the off-world fleet, the list of captains, and it's apparent that if we have faster than light vehicles moving throughout the system, we're gonna need faster than light communications. This is that facility. Mm. Unfortunately, I have other bad news. The season that I was there, 2010 to 2011, we converted from uh, construction to operations and maintenance in both the elevated station and the detector array. Unfortunately, when they first fired it up, that was when we had the earthquakes in Christchurch, New Zealand. There was two incidental shots before they were able to target it correctly. This is an earthquake generating device as well. This is the weapons of war that we have to deal with now and what Raytheon's hiding. There's an ELF system at the South Pole Station that when I was arrived, I was told it was off, dismantled, and completely defunct. In my work, I will rapidly just tell you, I had to figure out the circuitry for certain other repairs, and I found that this system is, in fact, completely energized, up and running, and being utilized with the other systems for nefarious purposes as well. The Atmospheric Research Observatory is uh, in what we call the clean air sector. I witnessed myself a very powerful green laser shooting out of the top of this facility into the cosmos. This, I believe, is a secondary form of long-range communications and or a defense system. I am not saying that we need to be scared of anything that's out there, but please understand the military-industrial complex is happy to invest all of your money in alleviating their fears. <clears throat> A question of power comes into play for all of these facilities that are present. I assure you, I knew what was going on, I knew the load demands of the facility, and all of these new items exceed the demand for the systems that I was presented. I am doing due diligence and research. I believe there is either a secondary power supply there that is either nuclear, that uh, was there prior to the start of the Antarctic Treaty, which prohibits such things, and or that there is some sort of exotic uh, power supply system there that just is not in the verbiage of the treaty, so it negates the responsibility to the parties involved. I think that pretty much covers it for time. If anybody, if anybody wants to find out more, I have a website where all this information is at for brevity. I'll wrap it up, but you can go to deciphering.tv. I've documented all of this stuff, and information is available. Crazy That's shit, crazy, dude. Yeah. So they're talking about like the, this is more communication through light. It sounds like a little bit, right? A little bit, and it it kind of dives into that whole conspiracy theory about Antarctica, and could there be other beings out there, or not just that? The technology to, I mean, he said they fired that thing up and uh, a New Zealand earthquake happened. Now, a couple months ago, 
there was a huge earthquake over in the Middle East. Mm. Could that have been triggered by this? If that's the technology? I mean, this Could. is all speculation. I don't know if, I mean, he looks official, but I mean, they make they make videos of people looking official floating in space at the same time. So right. take it for what it's worth. I, I don't know. It, it's just... One of those things I came across, and I was just like, holy shit. Uh, and, and this kind of came out, which is kind of weird, uh, a few days after that whole Las Vegas alien thing and that fucking, we covered it last week on, on Cunt. The dude's a, a fucking scam artist or whatever. And then I guess NASA came out and said it was a fucking meteorite or some, I, believe what you want. I don't know. Uh <laughs> It's hard to know what's real. It, it is. It is. Very much. Very much. What else we got here? Um. Let's see. Oh. What's the purpose of the CIA? Is that a long video? Where do Where do you Probably see that? Kidding. Oh, this is rough to listen to, but yes, I I I saved this, and I know it is rough. He he was on Rogan, but it's very. Very good information. Okay. My uncle, John Kennedy, he realized early on that the purpose of the CIA and the intelligence apparatus was to create a constant pipeline of new wars. Eisenhower, who was the outgoing president, gave what is probably the most important speech in American history, which was, you know, where he warned against the military-industrial complex. I was at my uncle's inauguration. I was in Washington that day, you know, as a six-year-old boy. And two months later, the military and intelligence came to him and said, we got to invade Cuba. And he was like, I'm not going to Cuba, and I'm not going to let the military. And they said, well, we got all these Cubans trained, and they're going to go attack Castro. And he said, well, we're, the U.S. government can't be doing that. I don't like what Castro's doing down there, but the, it's not the United States' job to dictate what kind of governments other countries have. And they said... Uh, well, as soon as they land, there's going to be a, a big revolution. Everybody's going to rise up, and they're going to overthrow Castro. And he said, well, you can't use the U.S. military. And they ended up bringing those guys over. And in the middle of it, in the night, they came to him and said, they're getting wiped out on the beach, and you need to send in the military and invade. And he said, we're not going to do it. He stepped out of that meeting, and he realized they had been lying to him and trying to trick him. And he said, I want to take the CIA and shatter it into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. For the next a thousand days of his presidency, he was at war with his military and intelligence apparatus. They tried to get him to go into Laos. He said, no. They tried to get him to go into Vietnam. They said that we need 250,000 combat troops. He refused. Everybody around him wanted him to go into Vietnam. He sent 16,000 military advisors. They weren't allowed to fight. Many of them did. They both violated the rules of engagement. In October of 1963, he heard some of his Green Berets had been killed over there. And he said, I want a total casualty list from Vietnam. And his aide came to him and said, 75 Americans have died. And he said, that's too many. And he signed that day a national security order ordering all troops out of Vietnam, U.S. troops. And then a, w a month later, he was killed. My uncle, John Kennedy, he realized early on. There's a lot of reasons why uh, they might have wanted to kill Kennedy, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked to, uh, fuck, drawn Corey blank. Hughes. Corey Hughes on, on that, that subject alone. And 
you could dive down so many different fucking avenues of why Kennedy was killed. But then you listen to this, and the first thing that pops to my mind is, wow, now I see why these Q-tards really jump onto the fact that Kennedy this and Kennedy that and and Junior dying and 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 it's like just because Trump is kind of like uh, Kennedy but didn't get his ass, uh, like get the fuck out of here but at the end of the day this dude spits a lot of fucking truth yeah I just it, it's hard for me as well as you to listen to him. But, man, he jumped on the scene to run as a Democrat, and they won. The Democratic National Convention said, Joe Biden, there, there will be no debates. Yeah. Well, why is that? Why, why is that? <laughs> because, obviously, Joe's a fucking idiot and a fucking retard. And yeah. He, yeah, and this dude's very intelligent. He would. I mean, if I were to vote... I, he might have my vote and yeah. you know i'm not democrat republican or whatever he might have my vote just because he spits a lot of fucking truth and he he spit a lot of fucking truth on 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 the whole covid thing as well yeah you know i'm just skeptical of that too because you know the whole uh kennedy curse thing like i wonder why he was spared like yeah he does right. have this um, disorder or this disease or whatever it, it is i know it's some kind of palsy it sounds like um but it's like, dude, they'll they'll fucking kill him if he's mm-hmm. a bad guy. If they don't want him in, like, I'm surprised that they haven't killed him now. That's what's interesting about this kind of stuff because, yeah, he's giving a lot of good information, but Alex Jones gives a lot of good information too. Rogan talks about a lot of good things on his show, so it's always like, you know, I don't like saying everybody that's out there telling some kind of facts is uh, controlled opposition, but it's hard not to think that at a certain point, especially when they're so high profile. And when you when you hear about Rogan not allowing certain guests on because of the information that they're talking about, um, and then and then now you know they're allowing this, which is supposedly bombshell shit. It's like it's just a, it's just meant to be out there. It's allowed to be out there, right? The stuff with Mel Gibson too is interesting. I think is that who's next to him with that A's hat? Uh, no, uh, we'll, oh, we'll get like to no. that. That that's kind of a a funny little thing. Do you do you remember Ben Stein? Yeah. Okay. This he he came out and and made this statement about Trump and and the indictments. So he's pretty funny, man. He he, uh, he is fu- he's he fucking to, he's smart. Well, he's pretty fucking racist too. If you really listen to him, oh, is like, he? Yeah, yeah. He's so he's, he's a racist really Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's pretty funny to listen to uh to him talk about like black people and stuff funny if you're white i mean right. it's not funny if you're black okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's bad <laughs> all right but yeah let's hear him doesn't mean he's wrong about everything it just don't agree with his so views on race to see on my dining room table a whole bunch of newspapers uh, about president trump former president trump being can, indicted for what to me seemed like the phoniest charges i've ever seen in my life he is the former president of the united states he won tens of millions of votes in the last election it is not at all clear that he's done anything that in any way endangers the national security, and yet he is being indicted and has the possibility of spending the rest of his life and several other people's lives in prison. I think we're now in an occupied country. 
very reminiscent of Paris under the German occupation. Scary. Sorry for the the audio quality for the listeners, but that's just a little quiet. Yeah, it's a little quiet. Yeah, Different. I mean, he, you know, he brings it's, up some good points there. It's just like, uh, I don't know. I think this is all a big show. It is. I, don't, I really don't think. I think he's in on it. Not not Ben Stein, but you know, Trump. He's not going to jail. You know what I mean? Uh, they they might do some goofy shit where he's in there for like a fucking week and then somebody bails him out you right. know president some other president gets elected that bails him out or some shit you know and and not only that this is all coming out on the heels of all the biden shit that's being revealed uh right. you hear people well uh biden uh, he he did that he he didn't know he he just didn't know oh so it's yeah. okay to be a fucking retard it's okay to be a retard. You you just didn't know. But a president that is protected by the presidential act that can take these is now somehow a criminal. Oh, okay, gotcha. Not not strange. that. Yeah, it's it strange times. I forget what this lady had to say, but I'm going to play it because I obviously saved it for a reason. Would you like to hear Lindsey Graham talking directly to the deep state? So this was a hearing yesterday oh. that they held where they were talking about the Biden bribery scandal. What I really need you to understand is each clip I'm gonna show you is separate of Lindsey Graham. And what I mean by that is Lindsey Graham would speak and then it would go over to Dick Durbin or uh, Senator Grassley and it would come back to Lindsey Graham. And each and every time he said this. If it was dismissed as not being credible, I think the public needs to know what led to that? If it's part of an ongoing investigation, we need to back off because we can't interfere in an investigation. That was his first time speaking. Here's his second time. And if it is being looked at seriously, then we'll let the system work. That was the second time. Here's the third time. I have no idea who the Burisma executive is, where they should be believed at all. Are there tapes? If there are tapes, well, and that would go contrary to what President Biden said he did or didn't do as vice president. All I'm asking is, it went to Mr. Brady. We don't know what happened to it. If it's being investigated by Mr. Weiss, that'd be it for me. I'll back off and let him do his job. That was the third time. Here's the fourth time. That complicated. Simple question. What happened to the allegation? If it's part of an ongoing investigation, I'll back off. Mm. That was the fourth time, and here's the fifth time. he say after looking at it, I found it to be not credible, or did he send it to Mr. Wise to look at further? I think all of us just want to know what happened. And if it's part of an ongoing investigation, back off. Mr. Chairman. Now keep in mind, out of the 24-minute clip that I watched, he only talked six times, so I don't know. You tell me. Is he trying to tell the deep state, open an investigation, and we'll have to back off? Would you? I don't know. I don't maybe. Th- I, maybe. I don't trust that rat as far as I could throw him. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, uh, he's a piece of shit. Do you want to go to my favorite senator? 
Let's go. Let's see what uh, Uncle Fester has. I mean, I voted for this guy hands down. And three- I did too. I actually, yeah, well, I was going to say something that would like <laughs> obviously be a joke, but it would be, it would be fucking uh, illegal if it was real. So we'll just not say it. Okay. I was going to say, I voted for him three, three times hands down and once from, from my grave. So. Well, I was going to say something along those lines too. Like I, I uh, got a fake address there to vote for him, <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously a joke, but right. yeah, this guy's a fuck. Uh. Would you like to hear Lindsey Graham? She's kind of hot in a weird way. Yeah. I can agree. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a, a collapsed bridge. Lady's got to have her face in there. And he is yeah. here to commit to work with the, the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get yeah. this fixed quick, fast as well, too. This is a president <laughs> that is committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel uh, kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation uh, bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the America getting rebuilt. And now oh, I'm boy. standing next to... And Biden just stands there like... Uh, he got uh, there, though. He got he got to the finish. It's a yeah, pleasure to be beautiful. here and to introduce my, my friend, Congressman Boyle Bile. Boyle Bile. His name's uh, Brendan Boyle. Well, thank and, you. Uh, I'm one person uh, class. Congressman Brendan Boyle. It's a pleasure to be here and to introduce my. I thought I saved another clip of him in Congress, but they passed it over and they're like, do you want do you want to say anything about this bridge collapsing? And, and all he would say is, uh, yeah, uh, the the ninety five. Uh, yeah, the ninety five, ninety five, ninety five, ninety five. It's a pleasure to be here. And- so. I want to hear that one more time, if you don't mind. It's kind of funny, because like you said, one person claps. All right. It's a pleasure Boyle to be Bile. here and to introduce my, my friend, Congressman Boyle Bile. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I'm uh, Congressman Brendan Look Boyle. Look Biden's oh, face. It's a pleasure <laughs> to be here. And to, Jeez, it's a pleasure yeah, to be here is... and to introduce my... It would be sad, but it's like you wonder why he did the where they're putting him through this. You know, he must have done something wrong. Yeah, I. Uh, the last I checked, you had a dress code to be in the Senate or anything like that. How yeah. the f- like? You're still parading him around in a fucking Carhartt hoodie in June. In June, m- might you out here? In- Suppose. No one's wearing a hoodie. Huh? Yeah, in Pennsylvania, and short and uh, basketball shorts. Yeah, dude, I saw you know when they were doing the tour of the bridge that collapsed. Uh, you know, people were talking shit about what he was wearing, and you got these liberal dick writers that are just like anything for the Republicans to get upset about. You know what I mean? And it's just like, no, it's not. Yeah, I get it when people are like, you know, taking it over the top, but it is like. Dress like don't they say dress for the job you want, dress for success, right. yes. all that stuff. He should have some pride in what he's doing. I understand you want he, to be comfortable. Look at me, I'm I'm dressed comfortable right now. But if same. I was going out somewhere to do to, to you know be the face of my state or the country or whatever, I'd probably wear a suit. I don't like wearing suits, but I'd wear a suit. Yes, it just makes sense. And like you know, the, there's these fucking you know, and they're all liberals. The the senator or the uh, congressman, I think her she, she's some. I'll see if I can find her. She's got she's an old lady with like a Karen haircut and she's got bright purple hair. 
<laughs> it's like you don't look professional. Like if you have an opinion on something, I'm probably just going to go the opposite way just out of principle. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, um, first impressions are lasting impressions. The fact that yeah. they keep putting him out there in a Carhartt hoodie and basketball shorts like he's for the people. Dude, right. uh, you were lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. You didn't do shit. Uh, Wolf didn't do shit for this fucking state other than run it to the fucking ground. You know, oh, of course, she's a fucking Connecticut politician. Connecticut's a fucking hick shithole. Ooh. Okay, watch this. This is what this lady is. Rosa DeLaro. Oh, yes, I've seen this lady. <laughs> I didn't know she I didn't know she was fucking from Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, dude. <laughs> the moment I saw her, I was like, wow, you, you're wearing Harry Potter glasses and you got purple hair and you look like a fucking witch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I, this this hairstyle, I think, is so ugly on people, but oh. I get it. it can still be respectable. But doing the purple hair, I mean, you're a professional. You're you're old as shit, too. Yeah. Old as what shit. And, and you kind of look like a man in the face. To be honest, she does look like a man. She's got a she's got a manly. Yeah, not not an attractive. I mean, look person. at that. Uh, look at that Adam's apple. Where? Um, where was it? Uh, right, right. Go back down just a hair. One, not that one. One more down, right in the middle oh, of your screen. Man. Look at that. Kabow. Holy shit! That looks like it has a BBC shoved right down that throat. <laughs> yeah, dude. That is. Rough. Come on. Yeah, Democrat woman who looks like a man. It looks like men. Let me see if this this might be like a full site. It looks like. Uh, we'll go to this link. Because <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a bunch of them, it'd be kind of funny. I mean, we have Rachel Levine. Right, right. Uh, this is Ebom's world. Oh, nice. Okay, it's cool. This is a nice little list of Democratic. Oh boy, this oh, is like boy. all. We'll go through. So you got uh, Allison Schwartz out of Pennsylvania. You heard of her? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, looks like a dude, kind of. I mean, the Adam's apple's not as bad. This looks like she's been dead for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, Andrea <laughs> looks, Dworkin. Looks like a fat crypt keeper. <laughs> <laughs> she's a radical feminist author, best known for her criticism of pornography, which she argued was linked to rape. Um, <laughs> that's because she never got laid. I'm sorry. That's actually not like a crazy. I mean, it's kind of wild that she would have that take as a radical feminist. You know what I mean? Like right. a lot of radical feminists say that porn is empowering for women. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, this one's pretty bad. Senator Barbara Mikulski out of Maryland, longest serving woman in the U.S. Congress. She must be the best speaker ever. <laughs> she got the, the little uh, Superman <laughs> little hook right there <laughs> yeah dude. yeah that neck is dangling uh it's pretty funny she must be the best speaker ever to get pa- to talk past her face that's pretty funny um a lot of these women are just very ugly they don't really look like men though yeah. best barbara, uh, senator barbara boxer out of california um just a plain plain awful woman uglier on the inside than she could ever be on the outside her hair is a little longer than democrat regulations for women uh <laughs> <laughs> Congress uh, Betty, I, I don't know if that's Congresswoman Betty McCollum out of Minnesota. Um, and according that, to Wikipedia, that's, that that's got a that's got a thick throat, and it is a thick throat. She's got a neck built like you, dude. Yeah, 
according to Wikipedia, her kid got hurt on a slide and the city council wouldn't fix it. So she got into politics. Yep. That sounds like a woman. All right. That's pretty yeah. funny. These are all I'm just reading. Oh, dude, that looks like Ron DeSantis mixed with fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fuck your freedoms. This is Senator Blanche Lincoln out of Arkansas. Looks a little bit like a former wide receiver, Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like I said, I'm just reading. Oh, Claire McCaskill. Claire McCaskill out of Missouri. Uh, looks like a linebacker. Another damn lawyer. You just can't keep those high school nerds down. I'm telling you. Yeah, right. That picture, she looks like she's like, where the fuck are my deep fried pickles, bitch? I said 12 donuts. Yeah. All right. Look, this yeah. girl's a little cross-eyed. You saw that video, too? Yeah. No, no. I was just saying. No, <laughs> there, 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 yeah, there was a video. This lady ordered uh, a dozen of something. Fat as fuck. Way over obese. Your your typical Karen. Hugantic. And she's like, no, I want like 50. And the dude's like, uh, you ordered a dozen. Yeah, a dozen's 50, not 12. This is super creepy. Look over here in one of my pop-ups. It said, oh, man, it just passed. Um, it said Kim spelt how Kim spells her name. Ooh. In big letters right there. And she doesn't spell it normal, but that was kind of weird. Um, yeah, this this girl's pretty ugly, too. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. The, only, the only nice thing about her is her hair. Yeah, it's beautiful. That, that, that. Um, you've got Diane Feinstein, <laughs> who does look like a midget, right? Her yeah. face, head shape. Kind of gross. Uh, dude, that is a guy right there. Eleanor Roosevelt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some say that. That was... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Elena Keegan, a Supreme Court not married, not dating, enjoys softball. The government warns you not to put two and two together. Oh, wow. Fuck, that's a dude. Oh, man. When the, the dead giveaway is is the pearl earrings and the pearl necklace, because Richard Levine wears that shit all the time. It's like, oh, uh, I'm a transgender. Uh, uh, pearls make me a woman. I have uh, seen double chins. This is a triple chin. You see the one, the two, two and, the and the three right there. That's not a good look. That's a big chin. This looks like a little boy. Yeah. Uh, hard. I mean, absolutely like a boy. Elizabeth Sheary, a Democratic assistant. Aham, also a gay lesbian activist. Not a Victoria's Secret model, in case you're wondering. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I mean, she could have mosquito bites for, for boobies, but I, that chest looked really flat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It looks like a boy. Yeah. 100% looks like a boy. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth oh. Cheekbones Warren. I like that. She's Native American. Um, let's see this one. I guess uh, this lady has passed away, and they say, rest in peace, you feminist witch, uh, Geraldine Ferraro. Oh, man. This Whoa. is, uh, yeah, this is uh, Arizona. Janet Napolitano. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a dude. Look, uh, that look at those thyroid too. eyes. <laughs> Janet Reno. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of these girls, a lot of these women look like dudes. Yeah. A lot of them. So, ooh, who the fuck is Lynn Stewart? It's got a beard. Yeah. Uh, she is a activist lawyer convicted of charges of conspiracy and providing marital, uh, sorry, material support to terrorists. No, yeah, makes sense. Huh. Uh, and she votes Democrat. You can assume. Um, look at that. Another dude. Ugh. Another dude. 
Rachel Maddow, dude. She's got a she's got an Adam's apple too. Yeah. Man. Rosie Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, I mean the list is long, man. Thirty-one names, and they all look like men. I think I think this has been going on longer than we could possibly think. Just like uh, technology, where everybody thinks, okay. Alien. I'm just putting it in heavy air quotes. Aliens have the superior technology and yada, yada, yada. I think we have that. And maybe some of this UFO shit that we see is just us testing shit. And right. we're way more advanced, but we're us as the, you know, the voting population or whatever you want to fucking call us. Keep in check. Um, the, the newest technology is a electric car. Mm. That's the newest technology, even though cars in the very beginning started off as electric and they found the gas-powered engine and that was more efficient. But we're going to revert back and, and, you know, we're going to call this new technology. I don't know. It's fucking weird. I I, I think transgenderism has been going on for probably... It's been going on forever. You got think, right? Yeah. There's always been freaks. Um, free say we wrap up. Uh, yeah, we can. We can. All right. Um, we're gonna have to do this. Why don't you go fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 All right, you go because you were on special assignment last week. Okay. Um, you know, hard to be put on the spot here, but. I mean, can I go? Can I go with those thirty-one uh, men, women that we just looked at? Can Absolutely. they be the cunts of the week? <laughs> the, you know, they're all annoying. I disagree with their politics, and I, you know, they they all have very punchable faces because they look like men, not because they're women, but they all look like men. So yeah, very, very much cunts of the week material right there. Absolutely, yeah. you you can go with that because we did cover it. My cunt of the week is going to be the uh, that doctor in the beginning that we were covering only because it just sounded too fear porny. He could be okay. onto something, but it just sounded too fear porny. And I'm like, come on, dude, come on. That's just me. So the fear porn, fear porn's come to the week this week. There you yes. go. I like it. I like it. man. Do you want to see that ace clip that I had? If it's short. Yeah. If, I'm going to try and catch a nap before I run over to my parents. It is short. Uh, Just have to do this because Windows 11 sucks. Yeah, I don't know why I'm so tired. Uh, you drank last night and you aren't up on your alcohol. That's why you're tired. Yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> Just didn't sleep very well either. Ooh, never good. So when I was saying that I didn't sleep while Kim was saying she hasn't been sleeping well either, and she's been looking into the Schumann residence shit a lot. Mm. And it's going kind of wild right now. I guess they took it offline, something like that. Okay. So I don't know what that means. All right. So I'll share my screen here. And this this is just kind of funny. And I only saved this because Kirby Sneed has been on the tavern a couple times and yeah. major league uh, closeout pitcher for the, the A's. The Oakland Athletics. The Oakland Athletics. Uh, yeah. So kind of weird. 
Oakland A's fans just reverse protested their own franchise and it was complete chaos and a complete success. The A's are in dead last in attendance, have the worst record in baseball, they traded all their good players away, and the owner wants to move to Las Vegas. Their fans are so pissed for one day they all decided they were actually going to come to a game just so they could say, f*** you, to the owner. The day before, less than 5,000 people came to the game. On the day of the protest, over 27,000 people showed up. Thousands of them showed up in the parking lot before the game. They did what may be the first ever fan-organized giveaway, giving away thousands of free t-shirts. They chanted to sell the team throughout the game. At least one fan ran onto the field. Then in the fifth... They went dead silent for an entire batter. After the at-bat, they got so loud again, the pitcher couldn't even hear his own pitch comp. Believe it or not, the A's actually played amazing and upset the best team in the league. But even this couldn't stop the fans, who stayed well past the game was over, just to throw things onto the field. Oakland A's... That'll show them. They just gave them like the biggest like money. Yeah. Like, you know, like the biggest uh, gate, you know, prices or whatever the fuck you call that. Right. Like, it's funny when people try and protest and it just like helps the cause. You know what I mean? Like helps them. It's like, okay, you're pissed because they want to move to Las Vegas. Maybe start showing up even if your team fucking sucks. If, If you are a supporter of your fucking team, show up, support them. Well, that and like if, if I was an athlete, I would want to be competing in Vegas as well because the taxes like, yeah, it's a no brainer for any team. I Like, that's why I don't understand why there's so many teams in California. And then there's like m- usually multiple New York teams with yeah. things too. With baseball, you've got at least two with football. You've got a couple, too. You got Buffalo, the Giants and the Jets. The Jets. They, they're kind of more New Jersey, but they're right. technically uh, New York. So it's like, dude, why? Why? I mean, there's so many taxes that go with those. And if you're in Florida, Texas, or uh, Vegas, you're not getting taxed like that. No. So, I mean, I, for the for the players' sake, I hope they go to Vegas. Fuck the fucking California fans too. Like, fuck them. Who yeah. cares, dude? They they so. they they're good at standing behind their team if they're winning. And don't even come at me, Raider Nation, because y'all can go fucking <laughs> suck a dick too. Uh, <laughs> You only like them when they're when they're winning, and now they're not there anymore. So fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it seems like California might lose a lot of teams, man. Because uh, just why? Why the fuck would you want to be yeah. there? Why would you want to play there? That that whole place is is going to shit. So, and the taxes are just nuts, man. So I hope for the players' sake they can move to wherever they Absolutely. can actually keep more money. Absolutely. But. So on that note, I guess we'll wrap up. And uh, man, thank you for coming back on special assignment all the way from Papua New Guinea. Yeah, man, yeah, I thought you'd have a better tan than what you have, but you didn't, didn't get eaten. <laughs> you didn't get eaten, so that, that's always a good thing. And to everybody else out there, we will see you next Tuesday.
work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.